ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back for a Thanksgiving special meets the West Coast Marathon. Oh, what a celebration it is. And what a reason to celebrate beyond just Thanksgiving, beyond just oppression and people tricking the Native Americans into serving us delicious food. We have a major announcement. I don't know if you read it's Staten Island Live, a.k.a. SILive.com, but we have a DJ now, Honky Wonky. Get your cracker ass out of here. We've got DJ Khalil. Welcome on aboard, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between. Khalil, welcome, my friend. How's it going? How's it going? The people have been begging for you since Boston, and we must give the people what they want. I don't know about that. Maybe they were begging for DJ Khaled. They they might have thought it was Khaled. They might have thought you were DJ Khaled, but we have the next best thing, like you said, half Palestinian, half cracker. The one and only DJ Khalil. Dude, we've had you here. We've wanted you back. What have you been up to, man? I see you running around like crazy. You're all over the slums of Shaolin. What the hell's going on over there? Oh, my God. So much has happened. So little time. Uh, I've just been busy, man, DJing. Did a little event with the Soprano Stars. Did a little something with uh, Method Man's family. Got some projects coming up. Now, let's hang on a second. Soprano Stars or some of the Sopranos? cast that was murdered viciously because they deserved it like it was jackie jr i wanted to see jackie jr die the whole oh, time oh man he, god he's just waiting for it it's so funny i just kept asking him all night when's metal coming and i don't know if he liked that too much but uh yeah it was jackie of course not. Jr. it's uh, the highlight of his life metal soprano <laughs> not just uh, that but when i when i think about the cast of that show it, there's not a lot of shows that are about killers Yes. Where they're so relatable. It's one thing when you have guys that are doing some gangster stuff where it's kind of, but these are actual murderers. Yes. Yes. Serial killers. I just thought it was very interesting. It is. You know, it's it's funny you just mentioned uh, Columbus. No, what am I thinking of? Thanksgiving. I got my holidays mixed up. <laughs> but um, I was thinking back to the quote when they said Columbus is a hero in our in our household, and uh, that was by. <laughs> James Gandolfini. He's a great actor. I don't know why everyone rooted for him as the bad guy, but that's that's 2022 culture, I guess, right? Breaking Bad, all those shows. I wonder if he'd be canceled in this day and age if he was a little I, too I, Archie bunk, Bunker-esque. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. The late 90s was like the last of a dying breed. You had like Woodstock and the riots and all the <laughs> angry white boy. <laughs> Look, Tony was openly racist, yet I don't know any black people that are super anti-Sopranos. He, they're just like, oh, it's a good old Italian scumbag. It's just like kind of passable because yeah. they're not really racist. They're just Italian. No. You know what no. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess it depends on her, yes. Uh huh. That's like it's like my family. Just come over for dinner tomorrow night. You'll see the same viewpoints and ideologies as The Sopranos, basically. I love it. And, and to be honest with you, the white people hate Italians as well. These waspy whites. We it's are true. no better. Yeah, Us Italians yeah. are no better than anyone else, according to these people. <laughs> these people. These waspy uh, whites. <laughs> you better watch the Italian American defamation. Uh, I don't know what they're called. Come after us after this one. Oh no, they're long dead. They're they're powerless. <laughs> <laughs> they really? are powerless at this point. Yeah, I mean, look what they did to Columbus Day. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Christopher Columbus is the worst curse word. It's he's he's worse than Hitler at this point. <laughs> he's right up there. It's true. It's true. I, we never. Hate that man. Oh man, we never were taught that growing up in school. We thought he was he was the <laughs> one of the greats. He was like God. He was he was. That's what he told everybody at least. Yeah. yeah. Like what he was doing was really horrible. I don't know if you knew what he would do, but he would manipulate science to trick the native people 
Wow. He would use things like, you know, they'd understand the moon and how it would be at a certain place in the sky. So they, he could trick me just as easily. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> but yeah, he got him good. So in terms of Thanksgiving, though, I want to make this clear because a lot of people get upset that we even have a Thanksgiving special in the first place. Uh -huh. But I want to make it clear. It's not that I don't have any disdain for the Native Americans. Yeah. Were they tricked? Yes. Was it horrible? Was Thanksgiving built on a lie? Absolutely. But it's evolved into this wonderful holiday with turkeys and family and people getting along and celebrating gratitude. So as horrible as it was back then, and it was built on a lie, I think we can all agree that it may have evolved to something a little better. And I don't want to be too Kanye-esque when I uh, you know, try to preach for the future, especially being from uh, you know, the white male category no one wants to hear that right no one at all is right let's just look to the future don't worry about the past but let's just try yeah let's just try to not worry about the past here on turkey day aka thanksgiving and just oh. embrace the family if you want to call it something different like indigenous people's day or you know indigenous turkey day whatever it is that you've come up with please go for it but don't <laughs> lose the meaning of this goddamn day that's yeah, all i ask yeah. you out yeah. there listening for sure, for sure. I heard in the sidebar that they're like canceling any team remotely related to Native Americans, whether they're called the Warriors or this or that, but that remains to be seen. We'll see. Wait a minute. The Warriors are not based on it. They can't steal that from they uh, said. They said the Warrior is a word that uh, certain tribes, you, I don't know. I just no. I <laughs> yeah. No, because I, I don't you remember? The original Warrior was a bald, <laughs> sleek man. It was like the Silver Surfer. You can't steal the Warriors from, the, really? from Marvel. I, pretty, I thought it was the ultimate warrior, to be honest with you, but he was actually Native American, so maybe it makes sense. I don't know. Wait, Native uh, Ultimate Warrior was Native American? <laughs> I think so. I think so. No way. I think That's he had some. Yes, not not fully, but I think he had part part. I don't know. I got to do no. my Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. If it's on Wikipedia, it's true. You Dude, that's just that. a super intense spray tan. There's no way <laughs> that he's Native American. Not fully, but I heard that he was part. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those rumors like he died in the 90s. Type thing. That's, yes, like Paul McCartney. He's dead. He's a clone. But, wow, Khalil, I'm excited to have you on board because not just are you DJing. That's yeah. just that's just the, 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 the potatoes of it. The meat of it is that you're going to be helping us produce some great content, funny content going into this year and yeah. really pulling the reins out. We're high 24-7, a perpetual marijuana high. Myself, Mr. Cheeks, Hams, Dave, Nora, yeah. even Nora. Let's be honest. We need someone around here sober. Someone that has <laughs> a sense yeah, not, <laughs> so has a sense of responsibility somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I've been so, told that I don't need to drink or smoke because I'm naturally a wacko. And I hope we get some great contact, you know, traveling from city to city, venue to venue, and, and meeting some interesting characters along the way. And even right here from the comfort of our home or from wherever the hell I am at this point in life, <laughs> the comfort of this life that I've built for myself or disassembled for myself, mm. we've got a lot of work to do, Khalil. Yes, a lot sir. of this time ahead of us. And shouts to TKK Radio. This West Coast Marathon has been wonderful. This is the very last night of it. We've had four whole weeks of West Coast madness. We're capping it off with Thanksgiving mixes by Khalil and just West Coast greatness. So... Before we go into your music, I know we talked a little bit in Boston, but let's go back to your origins a little bit, Khalil. Were you like, I heard that you were literally six months old when you began DJing. Is this true? That's not true at all. In fact, I got started late in life, maybe in my late 20s, I want to say. Oh, you're yeah. blowing yourself up, your culture vulture. Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I, I, I always wanted to learn an instrument, didn't have patience for the drums. And I started, before I got fired from my first job I ever had, I started YouTubing videos all day on how to DJ, bought some music equipment. And then from there, I was like, oh, I could get paid for this. And here I am. Amazing. So you played DJ Hero yeah. on PlayStation 4. That and the next thing you know, but yes, I did play that. <laughs> was it? I thought that I never actually played it. You'd think that if anything would be similar to the real thing, it would be that. No, it's the antithesis of the real thing. I thought it would be the real thing where you get a turntable, you press some buttons, but it was just the corny, like oversized joystick type thing. And but it was Horrible. cool. The concept was cool. I, I will say that the person that made that should be in jail. He's probably a millionaire. And he's I know he no scammed everyone crap about dj <laughs> it's one thing to you know the guitar hero obviously you can't imitate it that's a little hard you can't yeah, have yeah, yeah. i mean maybe honestly it shouldn't even be that hard but but dj come on it's already dj hero these days <laughs> it's like literal every, half the people that call themselves djs are playing what should be dj hero at yeah this point. yeah it's very true um and that's why i went specifically out of my way to learn the art of turntablism with the old school of uh technique 1200s the that's like the the industry standard for any hip-hop DJ. Although I don't consider myself a hip-hop DJ, but yeah. So who are some of the other DJs that you've worked alongside of on your journey? Uh, worked alongside of? Let's see. I don't even know. Competed with. Gone toe-to-toe with. My Palestinian distant cousin, DJ Khaled. No, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really, I haven't really worked with some DJ names. I worked with like various artists, but um, I definitely have love and respect for... Like DJ AM, I think he was probably the greatest DJ of all time, and unfortunately he passed away. And you have the legends like DJ Jazzy Jeff. Um, another uh, uh, legend is uh, A Track um, from Fool's Gold, and uh, yeah, man, just anyone who uses the craft of turntablism mixed with their own kind of style and genres. You know, do you have a rival? Is there somebody that you just yeah. like a sworn enemy? Khaled, without a doubt. Got it. I um no, I respect Khaled what he's done. <laughs> Just not as a DJ. Well, yeah, he's not. I, you know, he used to sell. I think we did. We talk about this where he was selling mixtapes at Miami Heat games, and uh, you know, there was a recent video of him circulating around where he's like scratching and cutting, and and that's cool and all. But you know, if I'm honest, he probably made his money. Yeah, of course, producing, but being. A goofy entertainer and i'm gonna prove to everyone that i could be goofier and more entertaining and not um and not and not and not <laughs> what's the word i'm trying to say steal from the culture as some say he does i don't think so but yeah some okay i like it i like it that's, yeah. a, that's some very bold words and that's what we like yeah. around here hot takes uh -huh. fierce rivalries <laughs> and i think this is a good time to plug the not dj khaled show tell us more yeah. about your podcast uh i just did it on a whim i guess i was trying to tr uh some new things and uh i always had stuff to say and now i have a little space to convey that message um the whole purpose of the show is just to talk music culture and, and 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 keep it straight to the point so my my shows are not more than 15 minutes tops but um, I do find myself having to navigate in today's culture what to say and how to say it, which is not always easy for me. Especially when you're talking to a four-year-old. <laughs> a four-year-old's going to get you canceled. Yes, my my two-year-old. Two-year-old, oh, I'm guess. sorry. Yeah, yeah, she was amazing. I, 
I was sick. I had a sore throat, and she carried the whole interview by talking about her Oreo cookies and uh, what she was for Halloween, which is she's amazing. a genius. Yeah, I, she's I, a kid I, genius. I would market her in a second, but her parents are. You already are, did. Who are you yeah. kidding? <laughs> you got a whole episode devoted to her. Yeah, Khalil, yeah. man. I'm excited to be working with you. The listeners are excited to hear more. And without further ado, we're going to get right into your mix that you put together for us. And God damn it, are we grateful. We're going to be eating turkey leg to this mix tonight. Awesome. I hope everyone enjoys it. And if not, let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded and I'll probably whoop your ass if I need to. So That's it. Too bad. You don't like it? Go listen to another show. How about that? <laughs> this is the Ryan Show FM. Mr. Cheeks, Hamptons Dave, and officially DJ Khalil on the ones and twos. Take a Goddamn high conky wonky. We'll be back soon. This is the West Coast Marathon, folks. Don't go nowhere. You're in the mix with DJ Khalil. Look at him. Look. Look. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. Look. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, greens, potatoes, greens, potatoes, beans, 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 greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys. You name it. You name it. You name it. You name it. I see ya, I won't be up. I 
Baby, que afrenta, tú quieres con dos y no sé si va a aguantar. Tanto siento que hay encima de que te quieres sentar. Yo tengo el sentimental. Uh, el pan, la nota en alta no me ha bajado. Dice que está soltero y todavía no se ha dejado. Y que se atreve con Benito y con Rao.
All right, we are live. We're going to start this thing off right, though. For those that are listening to TKK Radio, we're now tuned into Fox Sports 1280. We are now tuned into all of our wonderful stations here with the Ryan Show FM. This is a collaboration of a lifetime going on right now. Mm-hmm. New York has landed in L.A., and for the first time ever, Elena's on Fox Sports Airwaves. Oh, wow. This is going to be really uh, knows, make or break it for me right now. <laughs> she knows more about sports than any woman on earth. Throw me right in. Because she knows about the great, <laughs> the legendary, the one and only, L.A.'s own, a legend here on the West Coast, Shea okay. Cotton, is here for the first time ever. Pew, we got to put the... Pew, pew, there we go. Pew, yes. Pew, pew, pew. Yes. Applause, applause. Man, yes, welcome. This was an interview I never thought that I would have landed just because I'm so New York. Okay. And I know you've got your connections to Lamar and players out there. I'm sure you spent your time. As you mentioned, yeah. you've been out to the Hamptons before. Yeah. yeah. Let's start I there. I'm in a prep, prep uh, basketball on the, on the East Coast prep school. Oh, St. Thomas okay. More. So it goes a lot further than you think. Uh, wow. Okay. My New York connections are deep and they're real. And uh, from guys of Marbury, Kenny Smith. Kenny Anderson, you know, some of yeah. New York's best to ever play Oh yeah, uh, the game. So, it, for me, it, it's a different era, okay? We, yeah. we didn't have social media. So, the the relationships and the rivals were real. And the East-West tension was real. Like, it <sighs> spilled onto the court, too. You know, I had big shoes to fill because we weren't really being represented at that time. Now, some of the best players, you know, are coming out of the California area into the NBA. If you look at all the guards, the yeah. wings. So, yeah, I think now the respect is obvious. But at that time, it was like hit or miss. And, you know, you run up and down the court, shoot jump shots. But we were looked at as soft. And I had a wow. big chip. What a time to be playing basketball. Just the culture and the Americana that's going on in between. Yeah. And playing with some of those greats. Now, you, you mentioned uh, modern-day NBA and how there's not as many rivalries. I, I didn't ever think about that until right now that it had, might have something to do with social media. Yeah. Because everybody has the you know ability to speak to one another and stay connected to one another. You were blowing up in an age without social media and word of mouth. They call you the LeBron before the LeBron. Right. To those that are just tuning in, Shea Cotton was one of the greatest high school basketball players of all time. Especially in those freshman and sophomore years back then. It was, uh, it was just a sight to behold. You can go to the YouTube right now and look up some of these highlights as we're sitting here listening to this, because a lot of people listening in their cars right now, so they can see you were truly the man-child. There's a reason why the documentary was called Man-Child. Right, right, which is available now on iTunes and uh, Prime Video and various other platforms. But, no, it's, I think the moniker was, was created because the way I played, it was like a man amongst boys. It was like it was unfair because I was being tested against two- and three-year-old guys that were older than me, two yeah. or three years older, even at that age. So. Playing against my peers was a lot easier because my talent, you know, and then my confidence level yeah. was at an ultimate high because I was being challenged. It's not like I was running today. Guys try to hide certain players or team up on a certain team and get yeah. this. You know, that's what I don't like about the NBA today. It's like this mm. mega team. And are you really champions? Like, if you're good enough, you should be able to do it with the crew that you came in with. You add a few pieces. You know, be loyal. Keep that team together. I understand it's about money, but how much money do you need? Like, it comes to a point where it's like, it's diluting the game, diluting the product, you know, as far as the organization, the franchise. For sure. And things like that. I mean, speaking to my Lakers, the home team, this is L.A., I think, you know, they got to make some decisions. Oh, for sure. You know, it's not it's not looking good. So, this isn't a Kobe era. No, right? it's certainly and, not. Uh, they, they refer to me as a combination of Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley put together, so... 
one I'm of the smaller power forwards. Like, LeBron for LeBron, yeah. because I'm older than he is. So yeah. he came along after through the social media era, and he's benefited from it, quite frankly. And, you know, mm. he's earned his dues, and, and he showed it, you know, he showed yeah. the proof. And, uh, but I just think the game today has changed. It's becoming more about popularity than actual production. Hmm. It is definitely becoming the most rising sport on a global basis, and it has to do with the social media yeah, and the flashiness of what goes on. But, man, what you were doing back in the day, the flashiness of it all, being that young and pulling that off, yeah, you were a ninth a and 10th grader. But yeah. undersized forwards are some of my favorite players. Yeah. You mentioned Charles Barkley. You know, technically they say you were like LeBron because of the attention that you had in high school and how you became so popular. And that was without social media, without yeah, word of mouth. And the prowess, the prowess. And the, and the prowess. Yeah, people fear playing against me. So That's, we're talking about Paul Pierce. We're talking about uh, Metal World Peace. We're talking about Ron, Ron, Ron Mercer, guys that I played against. Okay? You had to hear them in the documentary. Yeah, if you had, everybody needs to check out the documentary. There's ten of them in there. You know, the doc, the doc is out. It's been out for some time. It didn't really hit like we thought it would have because of COVID. So yeah. now I think it's being reintroduced. So yeah. And the story is real, more importantly. It's not yeah. like a brag or boast. Look, it, it happened. I was number one player in North America in 95. Yeah. Uh, played against Kobe. Was better than him. We played against each other. Rest in peace. And, you know, God dealt me a different card. That's it. So yeah. I'm here today talking about some of those experiences. And uh, my life in front of me is a lot brighter than what was behind me. So mm-hmm. they're still talking about me 20-something years later. They're mm-hmm. talking about me. I'm just working, mm-hmm. helping kids. Service in the community, mm-hmm. okay. Like the basketball piece is done. Yeah, it's about like who can I impact through my story now, and let let's get the story out internationally, not just in the nation. You know, and the video proof is all there. Yeah. And to hear those guys, the way that they talk about you, and the respect Tom that these Kuchowski, guys have for you, rest in peace. Is New York City great? Is a scout. Yeah. I mean, he's in there. So yeah, I got real people, man. Like this story is, it's one for people to look at. It's timeless, number one, and it's something for people to look at as. Okay, like you could do everything right, and it yeah. still may not work out. So prepare yourself now, you know. For and life everything after right sport. too. Like you know, when you think of college athletes, they're taking money under the table. I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah. The NCAA is horrible. Yeah, profiting off these kids. Now it's obviously different. The kids are, are somewhat getting paid right now. Yeah. But how they were investigating you guys? Yeah. I you and your family. Take, so I mean, I, you were not the take. That's that's what I'm I saying. You can literally straight, straight and narrow because I was already getting the heat and all the attention. So mm. it's like. Nah, why would I want to mess up my future? And yeah. nowadays, like the way it is with the NIL and the NFTs, you can have a brand in high school and make money off of it, and it doesn't ruin your college eligibility. For imagine, us, that was a no-brainer. Imagine had there been social media, you see what the Ball Brothers do. Just yeah. the platform that they're able to build while in high school. Absolutely. And not even professional ballers. You've got kids out there that can just have crazy handles. That one white kid with the mushroom cut that does all those jelly moves. You've right. got to know what I'm talking about, right? About, I, I forgot uh, his name. Grayson Butcher. Maybe it's Grayson professor. Butcher. No, it's not the professor. But see, there's another one. The professor, just so yeah. many of these guys can blow up and maintain a living off right. of social media. And not, Absolutely. And they're still technically, that it's a professional athlete, right? Yeah, for sure. Being paid to do it. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, being a, a like a, a small forward, I guess an undersized forward. In the, the three, that was my natural position. So yeah. That's what needs to be understood. In college at Alabama, I didn't play my natural position. I was playing out of position. So forward. Okay. The SEC at that time, which was a big deal because the guy guarded me 6'10", 6'11". Because you're 6'6". So, six, six. Right. And I still was all-conference. So how do you how do you go up against guys that are that much bigger than you? Well, I mean, when you're put in positions, you, their their height becomes a weakness. But I was put in positions that my talent wasn't being, you know, flourished at yeah. that point and handled the proper way. Mm. So it, it's kind of difficult, okay, unless yeah. you got plays being ran, you got spacing, 
You can see where their angles are. Mm. You're, you're scoring in rhythm or out of rhythm. It's two different things, okay? Yeah. And I was still all conference once again. I led my team in scoring. I started every game. Yep. Playing out of position. In that Average, what, 15 points a game, too? Yeah, 15 and a half, about six, seven rebounds. In the preseason, I was averaging over 30 wow. at my position. Wow. So this is a real story. Like yeah. People that know me know, and the ones that played against me, it's nightmares, a lot of them. <laughs> Yo, now, so. the, the, I was watching the documentary, the, the swish. Yeah. Finally, uh, you know, as you were dunking on somebody. Yeah. Yo, the hops were crazy. And I want the listeners to know what the secret to the hops were, because that was really interesting to me. Yeah. The workouts that you were doing. The it, intensity, man. I think that the training, my, my uh Wasn't he sta- trainer, wasn't your Barbara brother Rivers. standing on your back? Yeah, we did we did donkey calf raises. We'd be sitting on each other's back and Yeah, that's crazy. Hanging off of staircases and stuff, you know, just doing things to get an edge. Now imagine you were playing now because you'd have the money for some serious strength and conditioning. Yeah. I feel like the science behind all sports now is just so much higher. It's easier to avoid getting injured. Yeah. It was easier for you to get injured because you're going up against guys that are bigger than you. Right. And the moves that you were pulling off at such a young age, it must have been crazy on your body. Yeah, I had one some of the those... best trainers. Like yeah. Marv Marinovich, is, yeah. uh, well, he, he, he taught me, my brother James Cotton, uh, Charles and Ed O'Bannon. He's worked with Tyson Chandler. He's worked That's with right. Troy Palomalu and his son, Todd Marinovich. Yeah. So, that list right there was like the creme de la creme in their positions in sports. So yeah. everybody didn't train with Marv because they thought he was crazy at the time. He was intense. He was in your face. And yeah. it was like no nonsense. And that was perfect for me because that's how my father was. So me and my brother connected. We locked in. It just took the athleticism that we had, our genetics, yeah. and our work ethic to another level with mm. that science. You know, the Eastern yeah. European training and isokinetic machines using the bear and the supercat that Michael Jordan used, that Lynn Bias used. I was using machines, and I knew what it was going to do to my body. So I even really still, immersed myself. You were doing what was there at the time, but I feel like yeah. 20 years of science, even right now. Yeah. I don't but know what these guys are using right now. I about the machines, to be wow. honest. Like, I mean, you're talking like, like I said, Michael Jordan and Len Bias. Yeah, that's the two. Those are two of the best to ever play. Yeah. Len, if he played the NBA, God knows what it would happen. I saw yeah. him against Jordan in college. It didn't. It favored Len Bias. So, really? Yeah. Because yeah, he was such a physical specimen. Yeah, he was such six, a 6'8". Had almost a 50-inch vertical leap. I mean, he ran like a deer. Another shoot. guy that they compare to LeBron. Yeah. They talk yes. about. And he could party, too. Yeah. He had a fun... He's <laughs> a fun guy. <laughs> like I said, a, a great time for basketball and Americana. We're going to go to a very quick break. And we're going to play a little bit of music. If you're on Fox Sports 1280, don't worry. There's not going to be music. This is a simulcast. We've got Shea Cotton, the living legend, here. If I'm going to be in L.A., I'm going to surround myself with L.A. legends. We got you first, yeah. we got Rick Ross coming next. The real Rick Ross. That's right. A little variety here tonight on What's Going On. This is a Ryan Show production. Elena Karras is on the mic. We'll yeah. be back soon, folks. Don't go nowhere. Ain't nobody do. Ain't nobody do what I do. Ain't nobody flow. Ain't nobody flow like I flow. You ain't got no swag. You ain't got no swag like me. Definition of hyphy, 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 what? Definition of swag, that is just how I do. Got a nice pair of shoes, oh, yeah. and I got the best team, yeah. Help me get to my dreams, yeah. Guess what I wear on my jeans? Yes, 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 yes. I ain't nothing like the rest. Nah. I do not seek to impress. Nah. Myself, nothing less. I will not change. King of the game. Take it straight to the bank. Go hard, super saiyan. Go cool my brain. I'm a legend. You a lame. Please stay in your lane. Riding to the top. Drop a beat. It's a pop. 
Well, well, I got swag now. Used to be a no, now I'm king of my throne. Yeah, I did it on my own. Wait, hold up. Did you think I lost the flow? It's lined up perfect dominoes. This is not a game, it's the real deal now. Oh, yeah. We are not the same. Do you feel me now? Me. Ain't nobody do. Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody do what I do. Nobody. Ain't nobody flow. Ain't nobody flow like I flow. Yeah. Swag like me Climb up to the top Climb up to the top with me When I hit a beat, yeah, I go ruthless When I drive my car, yeah, I go ruthless Weigh the bag in the air See the babes and my name's there On the jacket, on their clothes Even on the pantyhose I got my own style You can cop some merch I'm everywhere Even at your favorite church I go berserk Give me a mic, I'll make it work I'll make it twerk God's my bestest friend He will bless me to the end Working, working, working I am always working I'm just making sure That the Benji's perfect I just post on Instagram And they all like it But there's always haters Looking for a problem Ain't no way to solve them They will test me to the day That I hit rock bottom Haters try to stop me Saying that I'm cocky That can never phase me So keep them talking about me There ain't nobody like me Ain't nobody do Ain't nobody do what I do Ain't nobody flow Ain't nobody flow like I flow You ain't got no swag You ain't got no swag like me Climb up to the top Climb up to the top with me Oh Ain't nobody, nobody With so much drama in the LBC, it's kinda hard being a Snoop Deagle double G, but I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you want to do? I got a pocket full of and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the door. But for what? We don't love it. Yeah. So we gon' smoke an ounce to this G's up, down, why you bounce to this? Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now this type of happens all the time. 
You gotta get yours before I gotta get mine Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG I got the cultivating music that be captivating me Who listens to the words that I speak As I take me a drink to the middle of the street And get to Mac into this name Shady She used to be the homeboy's lady 80 degrees when I tell it Please raise up off these NUTs Cause you get none of these at ease As I mob with the dog pound feel the breeze Just Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and juice Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Later on that day, my homie Dr. Drake came through with a game to tangle Ray And a fat J of some bubonic chronic that made me choke This ain't no joke, I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down Tangeray and chronic, yeah, I'm up now But it ain't no stopping, I'm still popping Dre got some from the city of Compton to serve me Not with a cherry on top, cause when I bust my nut I'm raising the box to cock Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes I don't love you, I'm out the door, and I'll be Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and juice Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street We are back live on Fox Sports 1280. This is a Ryan Show slash TKK production of What's Going On. Nate Brown Jr. gets to hang all the way in Rochester. I know he's going to be very jealous mm. when he hears this interview. When I told him I was interviewing Shea Cotton, he was very jealous. <laughs> he's a huge fan of high school basketball, too. Okay. He pays attention. Okay. We've got an older generation of, of guys that I work with, but tonight we're taking over as host. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> takeover. A, West Coast takeover. West Coast takeover. That's right. Exact. And there's so much to talk about, not just in the world of Shea Cotton, but in the world of Los Angeles basketball. I'm going to Make a big reveal to you right now. I've been a lifelong fan of the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. Yeah. I know. Okay. Are you Are you ready to start roasting me yet? Or is this... No, no, go ahead. Shoot. All right. So I'll explain how this happened first. So I was <laughs> no. such a big Yankee fan as a kid. Okay. I needed to balance it out. All right. I got so nice at NBA Jam when I was a kid that I had to play as the Clippers or it wouldn't be fair. Okay. So it all kind of just worked out that way. So who was your guy on the Clippers? When I was a kid? Yeah. Danny Manning. Okay. Yeah, I had a whole man, bunch of guys. Yeah. You almost had me. I thought she was going to say Ron Harper, man. Yeah, Harper too. All those yeah. guys back in the day. Yeah, the, yo, the Clippers back then, and then when I got into high school with Lamar right. and all the bad boys over yeah. there, like yeah, the young right. kids. Quentin yeah, Richardson and Darius Miles. Sean Livingston. Yeah. Yeah. He was another guy. It's always the worst when injuries derail their career. You always wonder, what if? But now with modern science, we see less of it. We see Kevin Durant coming back from what could have been a career-ending injury right. and doing what he's doing over there. Right. So as we move forward into the NBA season, who do you think is going to take it away and win it, the whole thing this year? If you had to make a pick. Man, you know, this is Laker town. You know, uh, oh, you can't tell me the <laughs> Lakers are going to no, no, win no, no, the championship. No, no. I, I said, but I got, I, I'm, we staying in California, though. It's, it's yeah. going to probably be the Warriors. You, you still think, amidst look, the drama that's going on, look, behind look, the scenes. Yeah, the drama's always, it's, listen, it's, it sells tickets. Yeah. It brings more awareness to the to the their franchise, good or bad. You know, as long as they're talking about you, you're doing something right. It's that thing, it's true. right? I know they're, they're selling out the, the arena. It's a beautiful place, the Chase, Chase Center. Yeah. But more importantly, they have the cohesiveness. They have the roster. 
the understanding, you know, the from the front office on down, yeah. everybody's on the same page, and I think they're committed to winning. How do you that's think what I don't see with the Lakers right now. They are definitely committed to winning. Yeah. The culture, the winning culture is there, and it seems to have dissipated in that Lakers organization, even with LeBron being there. As much as I love LeBron, probably my favorite player, he's a winner, super talented, but it's just the, it becomes the LeBron show. Yeah. And when you have a guy like that that's so hands-on and, you know, I don't want to say he's got an ego, but, look, he's he still could arguably the best, be the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah, yeah. But he's also got to make moves realizing that he's not going to be forever. So I guess we'll see what happens with Westbrook yeah. and what, what LeGM, as they say, decides to do this year. All the, you know, there's all the talk about Westbrook, but, you know, quite frankly, I love Westbrook. His intensity, his effort, you know, he, he just he goes out there with the – the mentality that all five of the guys should be playing with, to be honest. Yeah. The, where he gets into trouble is pulling his speed back in transition. Yeah. He's so fast, sometimes it's hard for him to slow himself down and just concentrating and just playing ball. Like, stop worrying about what everybody else is saying and be the best rush you know how to be. He's at home right now and having a hard time. So imagine what he's dealing with, you know, psychologically. Yeah, it's true. And he was always pretty good at brushing off the haters and not right. caring. But because these days, states, though, yes, exactly. Piece, now right? he's at home right. getting harassed right. by his hometown. It Absolutely. is, it is pretty messed up. Yep. And he is such a fun player to watch. And, and like you said, that intensity is still there. Right. It is frustrating though, watching him go over seven, missing a bunch of threes, whatever, but he does what he's got to do. Yeah. And as a Clippers fan, I don't mind. Yeah. And how many guys can really shoot the ball in the NBA? That's true. You know what that I'm is true, but those that do, they do. The one yeah. that shoots it the best is up north. Like exactly, <laughs> two of the, the two Warriors. best guys that shoot it, <laughs> right, right. So yeah. and Clay, listen, Clay is the the best catch and shoot that I've seen in the game, <laughs> and Steph is the best off the dribble and catch and shoot together. It's insane that I've seen ever. And now we've got so. Poole, who's not. I mean, I wouldn't put him up in that same no, category, but he's getting he's good. Getting better. And he's yeah. nailing shots from all over the place, Absolutely. from so deep. Absolutely. So, you know, we talk about how the Warriors are, they have this winning mentality and the culture is there. How do you think they handled the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole situation? Uh, I think they handled it the best way they felt, you know, for their franchise and not to upset chemistry and maybe uh, shame what he's done, you know, in his career as far as the ring ceremony was concerned and stuff like that. Um you know, I thought that there there would have been stricter penalties, considering it was you know caught on camera, it was leaked or whatever. Who I, do you, you think know. leaked it? They That's the big conspiracy. From TMZ apparently, I'm not sure. Like, I know that TMZ leaked it, but yeah. you know, you wonder if there was like something bigger behind it. I mean, it was it was that's a bad leak because yeah. they say that things like that happen often. Have you ever seen anything happen to that extent though? I haven't seen nothing like that. I mean, usually an organization protects. The franchise, you know, the best they can, and yeah. they don't let stuff like that out because it's kind of like a defamation of character to their their franchise. Yeah, right? exactly. It's like, well, you guys allow this to take place. Like, it just wasn't a good look. You know? So, I guess it's a Steve Kerr thing, right? We all know the notorious Jordan Steve Kerr story. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I don't think it was that that strong of a punch, though. I mean, it looked it looked pretty crazy, but the, I didn't see any crazy marks on Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole didn't seem to be too upset, right? No, nah, he, he looked get, like he got melted. Melted down like there it was didn't. No yeah, fighting him after that punch. <laughs> He's so, so much bigger guard, than the guy. Unexpected. Yeah, it was not. I think he thought it was just a bump and get up off me and quit playing or whatever. We good, nah. Yeah. When somebody approaches you like that, yeah, in that way, you got to put your guard up. You you push somebody, your, your guard has to go up. For sure, that's where he was in the wrong. You yeah, can't just push point, somebody like that. Energy, yeah, it wasn't like a friendly situation. He so. must have said something crazy to him too. Right. Because you know you something never hear happens, man. But at the yeah. end of the day, like you got to 
look at it like this. We're teammates, right? Yeah. We don't have to we don't have to we don't have to like each other, we don't have to love each other, but we gotta respect one another. We gotta work together. Exactly. We gotta make this thing look the best it can look when we're together. And when we're done, we go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. That's a true professional. It's true. I didn't see that. And and now they have to figure out how they're gonna clean that up so it doesn't happen again and make it seem as though it's okay. Now do you think that they would have had a way harsher penalty for Draymond had they not won the NBA championship last year? That's a great question. Yeah, I think that uh, it can go either way. I think um, it's about image and perception, yeah. obviously, and, and they want to clean stuff up as fast as possible. I think if you drag something out, it could go against you. Yeah. So, so maybe they were just trying to quiet it down, you know, pay them their respects with the ring ceremony, kind of get through this and deal internally, yeah. which is understandable too. I'm a fan of a lot of those players, but you know, as a Clippers fan, obviously I want the Clippers to win this year. So what do you think about the Clippers roster? Because we got John Wall over there. I think that was a huge addition to that team. Yeah, it looks good. I watched him play against the Lakers. He had his way, uh, considering it was his real first live game back since the injuries. You know, I know him personally. I'm happy to see him, you know, playing at a a high level. Yeah. And uh, I think he's going to help the Clippers a lot, specifically in transition, making plays, you know, at the rim and and getting guys uh, open shots and sweet spots. Oh, speeding yeah. that game up. So it should be exciting to watch. What do you think about Kawhi Leonard coming off, potentially coming off the bench, being paid that type of money and being limited to these types of minutes? It's all the big joke that everybody makes behind the scenes about how he, you know, he's kind of able to sit out. But as someone that's dealt with injuries, yeah. I mean, maybe it is a good thing. What are your thoughts on the way that he's handling his injuries? I can't really speak for that man in his threshold for pain. Yeah. Everybody knows their body better exactly. than others. So, um. I would just like to see guys that are getting paid a lot of money either play or retire. Man, that's, you know? that's, ain't that the truth? Yeah, because the, the, the stopping for six months and come back, the, the timing is crucial. Yeah. Okay, It's not about talent. It's not about how strong you are, how fast you can run. You know, the timing and cohesiveness is very important. Yeah, for sure. You know, we mentioned earlier super teams and how it's kind of ruined a lot of the fun of the NBA. It was nice to see one player on a team be the leader, maybe two guys. So there was that type of quality amongst the talent on the teams. It wasn't as watered down. I think the last would be Giannis, right? Giannis Antetokounmpo would have been the last that didn't have a technical superstar. I mean, in the last, like, 10 years, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a a hell of a player, too, by the way. Who's going to be the new face of the NBA? Oh. When LeBron retires. Um... I could see it being Giannis, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, Giannis, I, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You like? It? <laughs> I do. I do. The, you know, the hip hop in me comes out of me. <laughs> I, I do yeah. because I think he's, you know, he's a gentleman. He understands his position, so yeah. he like stays out of the, the media. You know, he does his job. He comes early. He stays late. He makes everybody around him better, and he's got a relentless pursuit about his work. You yeah. know, and you don't see that too often with a guy that he just got paid some decent money and he's bringing it. You know, I'm talking like the first game of the season I was watching the other night, the effort level, it's like, you know, you're in the playoffs already. So that's impressive. Why do you think that nobody big as him has joined up with him yet? Because Milwaukee's a tough market to live in. You know, it, it's not Chicago. Yeah. and it, Which is a good market, but not the greatest. You know, if you're not in L.A. or New York, you got to be selective about where you want to play at. You want to go to Miami. You want to go to Chicago. You don't really even want to go to Memphis, I hate to say it. I mean, I love Ja Moran, as talented as he is, but he's going to have to get out of there at some point if he wants to win. 
Such a shame. Yeah, he'll be a great player in in a in a in an average market as far as media, and it hurts a lot of guys. It really has ruined the NBA super teams. The more you think about it, right? Like, look at Dame Lillard over in Portland. Yeah, everybody thinks that he could, or everyone was telling him to go to other teams. Could have been with the Lakers, and now he probably is going to spend the rest of his career on Portland. I mean, they just traded his running buddy away. Yeah. What do you think about the Pelicans this year and Zion Williamson? Great question. Uh, he's he's another explosive individual. Um, if he can stay healthy mm. and and develop his mid range, I think he'd be a guy that could be unstoppable. I mean, because he's a bucket around the basket; they can't stop him. He's wide, he's explosive. You know, he's got strong legs. He's big, um, and he's he attacks the basket when he goes to the rim. He's not trying to get there. He's going to get a bucket or a foul. He wants to win too. For you sure. can just see it. For he's sure. got that. He's got that dog in him. Yeah, like yeah. they say. And and he's looking slimmer. He's slimming down. That was yeah. the big thing. Is he going to weigh too much at right. the start of the season? Right. There's that hilarious meme of David Griffin looking over the shoulders of him and CJ McCollum. Did you see that? Nah, like a proud father. It's <laughs> <So> absurd. <laughs> it went super viral. All right, we're going to go to another quick break. We're live on Fox Sports 1280. This is also The Ryan Show. This is also TKK Radio. This is a cross collab. We've got Shea yeah. Cotton in studio. Shea, where can they find you on Instagram? You can find me on Instagram, at Shea Cotton. My name, S-C-H-E-A. Cotton with two T's, C-O-T-T-O-N. Now, I got to ask you, Shea is a, a very unique name. It's an Irish name. Yeah. What were you named after? Who were you named after? Maurice Chevalier. Uh, was, it was a singer. Mm. He had a song, Thank Heavens for Little Girls. They thought I was going to be a girl at the time. Oh my uh, Boy, were that, they mistaken. That changed drastically. <laughs> Professional athlete comes out of that. Not a little at all. That's <laughs> it. That's it. We stuck with the Chevalier piece, and uh, we went with it. Oh, all right. Well, there we have it. That's I great. had to ask. We're live on Fox Sports 1280. Uh, we're going to be playing a little bit of music here on TKK Radio, but nobody go anywhere. We'll be back very, very soon. What's up, party people? Ryan Vernell here. Fun fact, if I spend money on food, there's only one place I do so outside of Trader Joe's. That's the Rolling Joint Food Truck. Why? Because it's the greatest food I've ever tasted in my life. I prayed to God asking for a cheese sauce, and God delivered. Dope sauce. It's the greatest sauce you'll ever taste in your life. Mix it with bacon jam. You've got yourself a full-body orgasm. The Rolling Joint Food Truck is located at 3333 Sunrise Highway in Wontog. Where is that? Right off of Sunrise Highway 27. Head west. It's on the right side of the road. You can't miss them. A big green food truck with weed leaves all over it and flags just announcing that they're huge potheads and that they're obviously making the greatest food ever when you stop by give my personal favorite sandwich there a try that's the hippie chicken a chicken sandwich deep fried and coated in corn pops it's insane all my long island people meet us at the rolling joint food truck 3333 sunrise highway in wantog that's friday and saturday 5 30 p.m till 12 30 a.m and sunday 5 30 p.m to 11 30 p.m let's smoke fly and i'll see you there Hello, folks. If you're anything like me, you're probably not very cultured, and when it comes to hanging up art on the wall, you don't know where to begin. Well, look no further. MasachiArt.com has exactly what you're looking for. Jimmy Masachi is one of the few humans on Earth that can capture that urban hip-hop energy and turn it into a painting. Take it from me, I have it hanging on the walls in the Hamptons, scaring the hell out of people. Don't believe me? Go to MasachiArt.com and right now, enter in a chance to win some free Masachi Art hoodies by going to the Ryan Show Instagram story and at MasachiArt on Instagram for more details. Now let's get back to our regular schedule. Programming. 
Hey everybody, this is Ryan Brunel speaking. Do you have big dreams? Are you looking to one day own your own business, car, a house, or something that is simply out of your price range? Well, in order to do so, you need a good credit score. It doesn't matter if you have a terrible credit score or if you're just looking to improve your credit score, you need to go to an agency that you can really trust. One PR Credit Solutions is exactly that. Based out of New York City, I've seen firsthand what One PR Credit Solutions is capable of. Now, here's the real good news. Go to the website, oneprcredit.com and get a completely free credit analysis or if you're sitting on instagram right now scrolling around go to at one pr credit and send them a dm or just call them direct at 718-687-7079 one more time that's 718-687-7079 and be sure to tell them that ryan sent you and you'll get the special treatment it doesn't matter if you have good credit we'll make it even better if you have bad credit well don't worry we'll make it less lousy what are you waiting for hit up one pr credit solutions now and tell them the ryan show sent you when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the slums of Shaolin, this is Staten Island's own DJ Khalil. Shake it, shake it, baby. Come on now. Shake it, shake it, baby. Ooh, ooh. Shake it, shake it, baby. Ha. Shake it, shake it, baby. Ha. One, two, three, baby. Ooh, ooh. A, B, C, baby. Nah, nah. Do, re, mi, baby. Nah. That's how easy love can be. You went to school to Who's hot, who not? 
Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop Who jewels got pops, who mostly go shoot down to the blue drop The same old pimp, mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp Can't stop till I see my name on the blimp Guarantee me and sell for the love of You don't believe in Harlem world, double up We don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down Didn't know me 91, bet they know me now I'm the young Harlem with the Goldie sound Can't no kid eat Hold me down, cooler, school me to the game, now I know my duty Stay humble, stay low, blow like booty True pimp, spin no dough on the booty Yeah, there go mace, there go your cutie Call all the shots, rip all the spots, rock all the rocks, cop all the drops. I know you're taking down when all the ball is stopped. Never home, gotta call me on the yacht. Ten years from now, we'll still be on top. Yo, I thought I told you that we won't stop. Now, what you gonna do with a school that got money much longer than yours? And a team much stronger than yours? Violate me, this a B.O.J. We don't play, mess around, be D.O.A. Be on your way, cause it ain't enough time here. Ain't enough lime here for you to shine here. Deal with many women, but treat down fair. And I'm bigger than the city lights down in Times Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's cause you run with lame dudes too much Me lose my touch, never that If I did, ain't no problem to get the where the true player's at Throw your rollies in the sky, wave them side to side And keep your hands high while I give your girl an eye Play it please, lyrically, see B.I.G. be flossing, jig on the cover of Fortune 500, it's my phone number, your man ain't got the know I got the dough, got the flow down, pizzack Platinum plus, like Vizak, dangerous on Trizak Leave your Trizak Uh, ain't that some, uh, 
Remind me of a strip club Cause every time you come around It's like what? I just gotta get my dicks up And I don't know who the fuck You think you talking to But I'm not him I explain to watch what you do Or you gon' find yourself Very next to someone else And we all thought you loved yourself But that couldn't have been the issue Or maybe they just saying that Now cause they miss you Maybe they tried to miss you That's why you laying on your back Looking at the roof of the church Preacher telling the truth and it hurts Y'all gon' make me lose my mind Up in here Up in here Y'all gon' make me go all out Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me act a fool Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me lose my cool Up in here, up in here Off the chain, I leave off of the brain Still want the fame, off the name First of all, you ain't fat long enough To be for me and you Strong enough. So whatever it is you puffing on, I got you thinking that you Superman. I got the kryptonite, and I smack him with my dick in the mic. Characters, not even good actors. What's gonna be the outcome? It's out of all the factors. You act, you twist it, your girl's a whoa. You broke, the kid ain't yours, and everybody knows. Your own man say you stupid. You be like, so? I love my baby mother. I never let her go. I'm tired of weak, whining over food that don't belong to them. Strong with them. For real, like my man's in them Who get it all with the strength for the hands with them Man, y'all gon' make me lose my mind Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me go all out Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me act a fool Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me lose my fool Up in here, up in here We're back this is Fox Sports 1280. This is The Ryan Show. This is TKK Radio. Yes. And we've got Shea Cotton in studio. He's giving me a good warning. Yeah. He's telling me that I'm not in New York anymore. I got to be careful on the streets of LA. We're not in Kansas anymore, Ryan. I just wanted the experience. <laughs> I just wanted the you full experience. Get experience. And in I got Hollywood. it the other night. I got it the other night out on the strip, out on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> okay. So you're very familiar with New York and LA, Shea. Mm-hmm. And to me, it feels like LA is kind of like the Wild West. In the sense of there's not traffic cameras everywhere and people are just doing what they want. Driving as fast as they want. There are people racing down Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, yeah. There were no cops stopping them. I saw people. The only thing that <laughs> no. resembled authority on the entire strip were these two dudes wearing bulletproof vests. Like outside Giant of a bulletproof club. vests. Yeah, it was crazy. Guard the money. Guard the money. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then Ryan's like, let's interview him. And I'm like, let's not because the last thing I want to do is be on the news because like I, hearing that this security guard gets shot or like this whole, you know, club supper club gets, you know, pulled. What is totally I'm, I'm not putting the guy at gunpoint. I'm trying to ask him some questions. Because, because, because man on the Ryan street. wants to interview <laughs> him on. I'm like, this is real. <laughs> this is- oh, my God. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, living in L.A., you're a real L.A. native. You've been here a long time. Do you do you think that L.A. is going in the right direction? Living here, do you feel safe? What are your thoughts on uh, the, the status here? Because there are a lot of people that are leaving. Right. A lot right. of celebrities are talking a lot of smack about the mayor, about right. California generally going to Texas. Yeah. So what do you think about the evolution of L.A.? Well, I've always had a love-hate relationship with the city, but uh, I think um – there, there has been a lot of advancements on one end and on the other end. We need to clean some things up, like mm. the homelessness mm-hmm. and stuff like that, the poverty poverty line. And we really need to look into that because mm. that's an issue. It, it's spewing from the beach all the way inland. Mm. And it's in every area now. So it's kind of like, how do you get on top of it? I think that's the main issue, mm-hmm. number one. And then the people that are leaving on families are, are typically ones that can't afford it mm. because mm-hmm. California is expensive. It is. 
I think that for the first issue, we need some type of a weather control device. Weather we need control. to make it colder. <laughs> we need to make it horrible outside. Because if I was homeless, I'm living here. Free of charge. Right. Right. right? I mean, come on. I can't even blame them. It's very nice here. Yeah, it is. And then, in, uh, and then for the second one, um, that I don't know the answer to. So I guess, uh, you know, mm-hmm. to any listeners out there that might be able to help us, follow us on Instagram. This is a good time. At The Ryan Show, at TKK Radio, at Shea Cotton. And how do we spell that, Shay? S-C-H-E-A, Cotton, C-O-T-T-O-N. So Los Angeles basketball, you're working with the kids out here now. Yes, yes. So top prospects that we should be looking out for. Could you give us some names? Who might be the next great player out of L.A.? Well, I think one of the the guys that I've worked with over the years played with my AAU team. I still mentor uh, Marquise Cook. His nickname is Mookie. He's at Arizona Compass Prep now. And uh, he's a Portland, Oregon kid originally, mm. and he'll be going to uh, University of Oregon uh, next season. Nice. And I have high aspirations for him. He's a special kid. He can do it all. He's about six eight, and I feel like he'll be a lottery pick if he does what he's supposed to do in the next two years, tops. You know, you really have to be such a physical specimen to get to that tier one level, real true megastar in the NBA. Yeah. And we got this guy now over in Europe. I don't want to butcher his name. Is it Wemba Yama? Yeah, I've seen him. The seven-footer. Insane. 7'3", yeah, is what they yeah. say. But I saw him standing next to Rudy Gobert. He makes Rudy Gobert look like a small child. Yeah, and he's and got Rudy a lot Gobert more 7-1. skill than Rudy, too. I mean, well, that's... Yeah. I've seen him on film. He's, the kid's good. Really good. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. shooting the lights out. Right. He's 7'3", shooting still lights out. He's still, like, young and raw. Like, he hasn't grown into his frame. I mean, mm-hmm. wait till he starts to fill out his frame yeah. with the skill set. But he's not frail looking. Like, like when you watch him play physically, he's taking dudes to the ground. Right. The number right. two prospect in that draft class, he dunked on him. He was right. tossing the guy around. He's another big dude. Right. So guys like that, normally you look at, uh, what's his name, Chet Holmes or Hall Green, mm-hmm. this new guy, yeah. Hall Green. He's nice. He's good, too. When he fills out his frame, we'll yeah. see you know how far he can go. But, but he's skilled, man. He I is mean, super skilled. You know, where, where he... Where he doesn't make up physically, mm-hmm. he makes up with his talent, you know, with his skill yeah. set. He shoots it. Pump, put it on the floor, you know, up and unders, rebounded, pass. I like watching him. Chet, he can do he, it all. He can play too. Yeah. It's fun watching him take the ball uh, all the way down the court too when he's yeah. like running the point. Just yeah. to see guys like that big. Right. It's crazy looking. Yeah. It really is. So in terms of uh, in terms of college athletes, what do you think is going to be winning March Madness this year? Uh, who's the team to look out for in the NCAA right now? It's early. It's hard to say. To be honest, it is very you know, early. I think the the majors are always going to be in the running. You know, the mm. Michigans, the Kansas, the Dukes, you know, UCLA's. I think uh, North Carolina schools like that. They'll always probably give it a go. They're looking good this year, North yeah. Carolina. Yeah, that's I UNC. Hear the, the young class is is tough. Yeah, that's yeah. what I keep reading too. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, that is one of the harder things to predict. But if you predict this early and put some money in, you're cashing in. Yeah, you are cashing in for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, another thing too, you know, we talk about uh, we talk about the future of the NBA. What direction do you think it's going? Like Steph Steph Curry changed the game in the sense of everybody's shooting from all over the place right now. Do you see, from your knowledge on basketball, another transition happening anytime soon? What's the next big gameplay change going to be in professional basketball? You think we're going to see more people shooting? Maybe more big men? I don't know, man. It's I mean, I don't know how much more you could change. I think Curry has change the dynamic of the three-pointer yeah. as a whole like and that's from like the youth on up to the pros so i've never seen one player 
have that big of an impact on the game outside of Michael Jordan. Does it frustrate you as a coach and you see kids shooting from way further back than the ones that can't? Yeah. The kids that can't shoot, they shouldn't, they should work on their game and learn how to shoot. And when they start shooting it properly, then you can shoot. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like telling the kid, look, don't shoot, just drive it to the basket, play to your strengths. And we can work on those things all the while you develop. Yeah. But, People will receive that as, oh, you're being negative towards my kid, and why are you talking to my, my son like that or daughter? And mm. it's like, because I want the best for your son or your daughter, and I'm telling them the truth. Yeah. That's what we do. Like, you, you, you have to not break a kid, but you got to point out the weaknesses to build them up, you know, so they can be whole. Otherwise, I'm offensively dominant. I'm not playing defense. Mm. How far is that going to go? There's exactly. only one guy in the game that plays one side of the floor that gets paid a lot of money. <laughs> But You're not, not going to name drop them, though, are you? No, no, no. no. I mean, we that's could probably name style. a few, honestly, at times. There's, that's not you know, style. sometimes people paid a lot of money, but that's another story. <laughs> Man, I mean, in theory, a lot of these guys are getting paid a lot of money. Some of the contracts that are being handed out now, yeah. like the bargain agreement. Yeah, you know, early 2000. That's what changed the game. So yeah, for sure. The contracts the guys are seeing now is double mm-hmm. compared to what the guys before them that laid the ground were making, and, and that's been the biggest thing. Like they said, all oh, the older guys are just. They're bitter because, you know, they're they're not in this era. It's like, no, you guys, they paved the way for you to have these contracts, and you should pay homage on some level. It'd be a little bit or more, literal more, money uh, at times. Like, how are there guys struggling that were such legends from back in the day? Yeah. And then there's guys that have all this money right now. You'd think that they would just somehow provide some, maybe not just give them money, yeah. but at least some types of opportunities. You'd think the NBA would take better care of some of these guys with all of that revenue coming in. Yeah. Especially, you know, I don't know, I guess... They're really, you know, I, I couldn't tell you why they wouldn't do it. They try to, you know, they, they give access to games and things of that nature and opportunities for autograph signings and things like that. Like, I work closely with Sam Garns, and the difference between the Giants and the Jets, he was a player for the uh, both teams back in the day, so he gets the perks of both. It's really up to the franchise to take care of these guys. Right. And right. keep them going. Right. So what are your thoughts on the NBA G League? Now now it's, it's normal that we've got some big names that are going to the G League instead of college. You think that's good? For the yeah, NBA? I, I think so. I think because it's the, it's the development league for the NBA. Yeah. So what better place to play but the training ground for it, right? And then you're getting six-figure money where before it was, like, minimal. Like the CBA money and even MBDL, which I played in. I played in the CBA, too. It was a joke, the money that you're facing. Wow. Compared to playing in Europe at a high level, you know, in the first division or being in the NBA. It's like you got to really love the game to play in the, you know, the, the farm system. So, how was your experience playing overseas? Because you got to really travel the world. I did. I had a great, great time, man. I, I learned a lot. Um, how many languages have you learned? Uh, I, I know a little bit about about three languages. But, Which languages? Uh, uh, Serbian. Serbian? Yeah. Can you say right. something in Serbian? Uh, I would say, so you say, uh, hello, how are you? You say, kakusi. And uh, you say, right. you know, you say, good. You respond. You say, dobro. And, and they say, and you. They say, ti. Mm. And I say Vaji, Vaji, you know, like mm. I'm all right, I'm cool, you know, like that. That's a good language to know. Yeah. Mm. So the, shout out to all my Grobery out there in Partizan in uh, Belgrade, Yugoslavia. Nice. Normally yeah. Serbia now. Wow. But, but, you know, I grew up as a man. Yeah. Internationally. So when I came home as an adult, you know, I've had my challenges in my personal life, but I think life itself I can handle. Yeah. Because I've dealt with so much by myself. In a foreign country, it's Ooh, much that's harder. tough. Yeah, With no one. Money, wow. you know, temptation and all these things. Like, yeah. you grew up a lot. Seriously, mm-hmm. what were the biggest challenges to overcome playing overseas? Um, I'd probably say making good choices hmm. away mm. from my team. 
Mm. You know, like whether I'm going to the center of the shop for food for the day, which I like to do. I like to cook at times. Um, getting good wine and stuff like that to pair with the with the meat and stuff. Yeah. Uh, take in the sites. You know, go to see like historical places within that country. Uh, learn the language. Try to interact with people and stuff like that. Take in the nightlife a little bit. Spend time with my team. You know, I try to mix it up a little bit and still be like an individual because yeah. I was always introverted. Basketball mm. made me be more extroverted. That must have been crazy, being introverted and having all that attention at such yeah. a young age. Yeah. Well, when you're in the fire, it's like, man, I like this rush. It feels good. Yeah. But then when the game's over and everybody's running up and it's uncontrolled, it's kind of like, really? Like, all of this? Mm. You know? But it's it's just powerful, the course. But you always shown in big moments when you had to. Right. Whenever you were on a big stage, there was a scout there. I know this from the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... So what do you attribute that to, having that mentality and being an introvert? I think my father and my mother, like, it's a combination. You know, my father's like a workhorse, which I have that. I possess that. And my mother was like strong, uh, intelligent, loving, uh, tough, just uh, undying love, man. Mm. Like, I I, I think I've, I've taken that and put it together. When I played, I played with a chip, and I did it with a purpose. And mm-hmm. now today, like, I help people because I don't want them to go through some of the pitfalls that I had to go through because I was being exploited, you know, before social media. So, you know, if I had yeah. what the guys like LeBron had today, the numbers would be crazy, man. Seriously. Yeah. would have broke sure. the Internet. I mean, let alone I had Nike deal without the money in high school. I wore all the shoes they made. Okay. Crazy. Andre Agassi when he was at the top. Mm. Deion Sanders, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Every shoe that their athletes had, I, I wore well, you have to, to those that are listening, we do have Shea Kind in studio. We're live on Fox Sports 1280 right now. Thanks for listening, folks. But the highlight reels yeah. are crazy of some of the things that you were doing yeah. at a young age. Yeah, on purpose. It was, like, it was I'm talking like, like that on standing purpose. under the rim on one side and one jump going up and then bringing over reverse dunks yeah. onto Kevin Garnett's head. Yeah. I mean, so how, how at a young age do you work on NBA moves like that when you're, there's really no one to practice with, I would imagine. You were so much bigger and stronger than everybody's. What were you doing to pull but that off? NBA guys. That's what I was doing when I was younger. Yeah. So not, you're right. There's really nowhere to play. So you got to play against the older guys. So I'm playing against guys three, four, five years older sometimes. Just, uh, hey, the ball is the same size. So is the rim. Like, there was no fear there. Wow. So it wasn't like, oh, you going <laughs> to punk me? Nah, that's not going to work either because my brother beats me up all the time, mm. and I'm training with his his peers. So right. it, it was just a different era. I mm. think today guys want to team up with guys instead of just being the best in their space and mm. getting becoming attractive enough where others want to come to you. You can that actually hear the rivalry still in the voice of Paul Pierce when you're watching that documentary. You yeah. must have done something bad to that man. Well, we helped him get it to the Hall of Fame, so that's true. Yeah, I did something, <laughs> something right. <laughs> man, shout out to the truth, man. That's yeah. my guy. Love the truth, oh. man. Love Paul Pierce. Yeah. What a what a like great time to and a great class to be a part of too. Yeah, absolutely. So, who are your favorite players? If if who would be your dream? I know you don't want to have a super team, but of the players of your class and in that generation, who would you have liked to play with the most alongside of? I played with a good guard uh, with Kenny Bruner. I like to have played with probably uh, Kareem Reed um, and uh, Stefan. Probably Marbury would like to play alongside him. Um, but as far as like uh, a dream team from here, I mean, 
I mean, you could put Aaron, Kenny, those, both of those guys at the one, you know, Paul, myself, probably Tyson Chandler in there, and, and put somebody in there like uh, Bill Walton or something, man. Bill Walton in there. Yeah. Well, you're saying from our era, so yeah. let, me, let, me, let me scratch that. I'd probably have to – I got Tyson – I probably had to put uh, just like a like I'd say B, what I would like to I would have loved to have you uh, seen you played with BD yeah, back in the I, day at I, UCLA. I said Barry yeah. and Kenny at the one together like you know a, a switch off, but and that's the team that we would have won a title that year. Yeah, that would have been they crazy. Did the Elite Eight, you know, and I wound up going to prep school that year. I went to St. Thomas More, played for Jerry Quinn out of uh, Archbishop Malloy, where Kenny Anderson went. Wow, he played under Jack Curran. Who wow. passed away? So I know my history, man. So he, he's still there, Coach Quinn. Um, but I played with Aju Ding, who's Luau's brother, mm-hmm. who wound up going to UConn and finished at Fairfield. And then I was signed to NC State, and I was still having trouble with the NC two A, and mm-hmm. uh, wound up coming home, played at Long Beach City for a year, mm-hmm. then signed with Alabama. So played the SEC and then played ten years professionally. What was it like living in Alabama? A lot slower. Um, food was good. Big time as a student athlete, you feel like a pro. Yeah, I bet because like they, yeah, that's that's they don't yeah. have a professional team, so yeah, they're it's college everything. athletes. Everything. Exactly. Atlanta's four hours. Birmingham's about an hour. So you're the pro team in that area. That must have been a lot of fun. Yeah. We are live on Fox Sports 1280. This is Orion Show. What's going on? Collaboration. We've got Elena Karras in studio. Shea Cotton in studio. Mm-hmm. Shea, it's been an honor talking with you, man. Likewise. And is there? Anywhere that we can lead people to to find out not just more about you, but what you have going on next. Where can they see what you have going on? Besides the Instagram, at Shea Cotton. Um, absolutely. Well, on the Instagram, they can go to my profile and click the link. Um, the documentary, Man Child, is available there on all streaming platforms with the exception of Netflix, from what I understand. And uh, I'm doing a lot in the foundation space, a lot of service community with kids dealing with basketball mental health and stuff like that health and wellness and they can find me at academyofideas.org our landing page and they can uh, send us an email for any inquiries so there you have it shay it's been an honor and we'll see if your prediction comes right if the warriors win this year and get it together but we're gonna be having you on the ryan show again before then absolutely for more updates and some more predictions this is uh this is a collaboration keep on listening Mm -hmm. folks go nowhere we will return Welcome back. Oh, my gosh. It is indeed. And we are very close to ending this race. What a marathon. It's been a day. Oh, my gosh. Can we just get those applause? Man. Yeah, it's been a day. Dude, it's been a real marathon. Give it up for you, the listener, for being here for a whole four hours. Wow. Pretty much five hours, really. We have had such a dope night. We've just had great artists and great talent the whole night. And just a huge shout shout out to to Ryan Vernell from The Ryan Show. FM, thank you for coming out here from New York. For real. It's an honor. It's an honor to be here. The first time I've ever stepped foot on the West Coast. Minus... Phoenix. No, Phoenix. And, 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 and let's talk about that. Like, me, yeah. we've had such a great, like, 
last 24 hours since you landed we hit off like we it's been, started it's been like rock stars from the very beginning it's been iconic things uh, that are so stars. rock star we can't talk about Lidl's but out that's of how you know you that it's lit <laughs> but yeah the stuff that goes on behind the scenes in the life of ryan I'm are Ryan. more exciting than what happens on the Ryan mm-hmm. show. And then the Ryan show is pretty exciting. Like, yeah. he, I got initiated real quick you got to into see, the you whole got to New York family. the life of Ryan <laughs> Vernell very quickly. I just opened up <laughs> the life to you very I mean, quick. That's almost I it. was like, all right. My God. I was like, Ryan, we are family. I had a nice lecture within 24 family. hours. I had like an actual sit down. She's like, you know what? You know, I've been listening to this. You know, we've known each other for a long time. It's all real. It's, it's all lit. true. It's, it's all. It's not. Family ties. It, it's lit. There we go. This it's is lit. not The bridge has been built. This yeah. guy yeah. Oh is God, the real sure. deal. He's a rock star. And but I you don't know, play music. And for real, but 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 speaking of family, oh, like really, like I, I for real, like Ryan is officially like we're we're family. Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're so family. We are we are business. real family oh, right yeah, here. Yeah, this yeah. Is, I just this forgot about me all. And then, Sorry, and then we got we got Rick, oh. Ricky. This is, the, this is the Fox Sports family here, right? Yeah. And, and, this is the collabo. And here's my other family right here. We have a, a we very a special. In, we need to give them a real intro. Yeah, we have we're a, just like sitting here, just like talking about ourselves. No, but I'm talking about family right now. And this guy right here, I'm trying to give him a intro. And he is my family. I'm telling you, he goes by the name of MC Dopey. He's from Lake Lake Elsinore, aka yes, E Town. We call it E Town. So if you know about E Town, yeah, that's why that I feel like I feel like if you really know about Lake Elsinore, you're gonna call it E Town. That's yep. like the code. Yep. Like, yep. and if you call definitely. it Lake Elsinore, it's like, all right, you you're definitely stranger. It's for tourists. It's for, it's tourists, for tourists, for sure. But it's E Town. E-Town, yes. baby, you know what it is. I said, yes. Know. I oh. hate to ask artists about their name because it's the most cliche thing to do. I do all the time, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, yeah Especially yeah. when I'm really barely paying attention. But MC <laughs> Dope. Dopey. Dopey. No, 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 no. MC Dope versus MC Dopey. What made you make the decision to go with Dopey over Dope? Um, I never had MC Dope like as like a... Like a... I guess, like, in mindset, yeah, consideration. Uh, MC Dopey, well, for one, it was always Dopey before MC Dopey. MC Dopey was, like, a recent change, but, like, it all started with just Dopey, but, like, you know, due to, like, Disney or, like, you know, a lot of art, I, other yeah. artists. Mm, damn oh, it. Copyrights. Right. Right. Like copyrights. I copyrights. Like, yeah. like a lot yeah. of yeah. other yeah. artists, you know. There's a lot of other yeah. artists, you know. Now, uh, now, technically, are they allowed to be called dwarves? Are they now seven oh, little people? Is it not little people seven or little, little, people. little no, persons? They need to be no, kind. They are small Seven persons, very freakishly small people. Persons who are not tall. Technicality. Yeah. Hey, wait, you could be, be talking about me. Myself. <laughs> I could be talking about myself. No, I'm six four, y'all. Oh, I'm that's why I don't get along with these people. <laughs> yeah, I said it. These people. Midgets. <laughs> oh, so close. Oh, he said the M word. Oh, no. He said oh, the M oh, oh, right. Hey, hey, right. Let me Yo, tell you. Hang on. I identify as a midget. <laughs> right. Let me tell you. I identify that if you weren't going to get canceled prior to that, they're absolutely coming now. You can't get canceled if you are one. I see right now. I'm going to have to have a disclaimer. No, after no. today, Wait, after hey, today, there's a the big disclaimer going on. I, I do not know. I met him today. <laughs> you know what they call me? Stumpy. That's my name. We got Dopey and Stumpy right here. No, right, right, right. I just hit a stump, guys. 
No, no, we just got started. We're, we're, taking, off. we're Man, taking off. We're taking off, Dopey. The Lowry Popcorn. He's going to be one that gets us canceled. You don't know what you signed up for. He does. He knows. I know, definitely. He knows exactly what he signed up for. Come on, all it takes is Google. Come on, we're here. We're live, you know? You'll see that little bastard pop up. That little charming mother you know what. Ryan from the Ryan Toy Review Show. Stealing all my clout. I'll get you. Ah. Ryan, wait, wait. If you're listening, I'll get you. You know he don't do it for the clout, though. You know. Yeah, he already great. got a single about that. Exactly. We got to get into Dopey. We got to get into Dopey because we got an actual MC here. Yeah. and like, we, we, bring, just... we bring indie artists, and sometimes they're garbage. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're just trash. Right. Sometimes I listen to them, and I want to pull my hair out. What's left of it? Oh, yes. Yeah. We just aired a song, too. Yeah, MC Dopey is nice. That's what I'm saying. Like, we actually mm-hmm. have a real MC. Yes, and he puts uh, it in front of his yes, name. Yes, we so, right here. let's take it back. Your inspirations into delving into the world of hip-hop. Where did it all begin? Man, Tupac. I'll start with Tupac. That. Legendary. You know, it was like, it all started with him that motivated me. But, like, when I first, like, heard hip-hop, like, when I heard, heard hip-hop, it was, like, N.W.A. for sure. Mm. Growing up in Compton, Boys in the Hood. Oh, you grew up in Compton? Yeah, I grew up in Compton. That's where I'm staying right now. You know, Mm. 10 years, 10 years when I was, you know, a baby. So I was 10 years old, then came out to Lake Elsinore and been there since. Oh, so, okay. So one to 10, yeah, there's a lot of gangbang in those ages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's real. A lot lot of people migrated (laughs) during that time, you know? So, you know, I was, I was, were you blood or crit? Uh, I was neither. I was oh, just. Yeah. I was only ten uh, years. Can old. we even say the... that on air? Yeah, is that, no, right, right. Is that like a safety thing? You gotta remember. Whatever. I mean, well, yeah. whether you can say it or not. I mean, <laughs> in reality, I, somebody I, get Ryan a puppy. I was just a kid. Also, you know? let me just zoom in on your face right now. Somebody get Ryan a puppy so he can kick it. All right, so I do like the color blue, but I mean, I'm not no crip or no blood. You couldn't have said it. That's the most politically correct way to. Say that you're a crip in this day age. I like the color blue. The All safe, right. the so safe. Uh, in terms of, I'm trying to get us canceled. This is the cancel challenge. You're the one that's Why like, show someone tonight. I get me, it. That someone told me like, oh, this is a cancel challenge here tonight. I'm just doing uh, that. Oh, hey, just so you know, everybody, the way Tony show is not affiliated with Ryan. He's looking at me. Cancel challenge. He's literally looking. No, I'm just cross-eyed. I'm really looking at everyone. I can't get canceled. I ain't been paid yet. All right, so, Dopey. I play San Andreas. How right, realistic right. is it in terms of L.A. culture? You know, I've been looking around for Grove Street. Seems right, like right. I found a hundred oh of them in, in South Central. They all you look know, like Grove Street. I think uh, San Andreas, yeah, it, it was like kind of realistic, but not really. It was more GTA <laughs> 5. That one's the one that, that kind of like one. brought more of L.A. You know, in LA scenery, uh-huh. people no, smoking not Franklin, but just you know, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. scenery, you know, like you know, into LA, you know. What I mean? mm. Okay, a lot, a like I remember seeing a video like on YouTube of some guy. He like went to like all the s- spots where like it was in GTA six or uh, five. Sorry, uh, six oh. ain't came out yet. You trying to six ain't yeah, out yet? Spoiler! Yeah. I try to spoiler alert, you know, but nah, GTA five, you know, and uh, yeah, it was um. It was a little video, something like that, but you know, it was kind of spot on with uh, from what I seen, you know, and uh, so good. Hey, I mean, cheers yeah. to it! You know, uh. Props to Rockstar. All right, mm-hmm. so we we talk about Tupac. You're influenced by Tupac, yes, sir. And there's a lot going on in L.A. I was warned when I came uh-huh. out here. They said, "Right, don't go." I actually had DMs. It was really just one person. She must have been on drugs. How rude! Yeah, yeah. yeah she must have been on drugs. Don't, I don't mess know. with that. The kind that I don't want because <laughs> she was she was freaking out. She's like. 
The energy out there is crazy yeah. right now. You're going to get killed. She actually messaged oh. She went out of her way. I messaged <laughs> I her. I was like, yo, we're doing a show really in LA. Send us out. music. She goes, don't go out there. <laughs> the energy is different out there. You're from New York. Why'd you go to LA? You're going to get killed out there. So she said to me. So I, I think, like, you know, your perspective, you grew up. In South Central, right? Until 10 years old. Com- Compton, Compton. Mm. Yeah. Or in Compton. See, other side of the, yeah, place. other side of, uh. It's, it's like, it's a, a good York drive, it's a good uh, drive, but, uh, yeah, other side, you know. Yeah, the other side of, yeah. of, uh, Crenshaw, not the, there's the part of, yeah, and I'm messed up, but. I, well, <laughs> I, I say, I, <laughs> shouts to Rick, love Rick Tony, shouts to Rick Tony, my brother. Tony. Um, shouts to Rick Tony. Uh, now, I, I ask this because I've watched a deterioration of New York in right, the past right. few years since COVID. You can like see a visible decline in New York City. Can you say the same thing about LA? Being a lifelong native, you mean like visible, like visible, like, like more crime. I was out last night. More it felt ghetto, like, like everything's no, like decreasing. It right? felt like, like yeah. the Wild West. I was out right. in LA last night in Hollywood, thinking that Hollywood was going to be kind of like Times Square. It's going to be somewhat safe. You might find a few, uh, you know, uh, you know, people like Spider Cuz, uh, people dancing, doing the sturdy, whatever <laughs> they do here in LA, the, the, yeah, st- yeah, yeah, yeah. the LA version. Of that. Yeah, but all it was it was. A, it, down, I made a joke and I was and and Miss Elena said you could get killed for that joke. <laughs> You yeah. could get shot. People die every day on Hollywood. So is there a visible decline since COVID? Like there is an immense like, crime in New York say. right now. Like what's going on? Please don't Honestly, say like, that I, right I, now. I've never been to New York, so I can't like really say like, oh yeah, New York. Oh, we gotta like get this, you out there. Or, no, 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 no I'm not even. Do, there, do you, you know, witness? To, have you seen but, a decline in the safety here in LA in the past three years? Not really. You know, I honestly I think like it depends like what what you're about. You know, what 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 you expect to get into you know what i mean if you expect to get into like some shit i feel like it's gonna come to you you know mm. yeah it, it depends on your vibe mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. it's all about vibes if, but it seems right. that if you, if you try to put yourself out there yeah. like yeah i'm trying to like you know act the fool and whatnot then somebody's gonna <laughs> notice you and like you know probably right. like confront that you know but other than that i yeah. think i think it'd be good they say that yeah, being too. a rapper is the most dangerous occupation in the world they Rappers do, are yeah, being killed is. every it day. Is. It is every single day. Yeah. Mm. Are you living in fear? Not really, because I'm not even like out there like that. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I mean, and, and to be honest, I don't, I don't put myself out there. Man, like he's that. got like, his nine to life. He's I, I, good. I, I don't put myself out there like as is all. Like I'm, I'm coming to your city and I'm flexing on you. No, and, but no, no, you know no, no. Time like, out. People I die think, in their own city. Yeah, well, it's happening more and more, especially yeah. here, especially here in LA. The greatest L.A. rappers seem to be getting killed. Yeah. And this is just, like, normal. Nipsey got killed in front of his own shit. Tupac wasn't here. I mean, there there were some deep ties to that. Yeah, no, it went deeper than they actually said, yeah. So that's a big factor you got to include in that, you know, so... um, uh, In general, you know, I just... Like I said, man, like, you come out here, you know, trying to go out to, you know, eat and whatnot, and you're over here, like, flexing, you know, and, like, showing all this jewelry. You know, obviously, somebody's going to do that in like, L.A. You know, you, you can't, do, you can't do that anywhere. Like, you know, you got to. Uh, I went here. into Roscoe's you know, like, flexing. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. I went to Roscoe's on IG store. Yeah. I mean, you know, being, being yeah. live and, and, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. showing love, that's one thing. Yeah, you know of course. I mean, that's that's one love. thing. But, like, you got all this jewelry on, and then you, like, you know, kind of So like, you blame him. I don't blame nobody. I, I, I'm, I don't blame nobody. I'm just saying. You know, you bring attention, attention's going to mm, see it. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for example, you have certain artists that go out and you can't even recognize them because they don't mm-hmm. they don't put no jewelry on themselves. They're just, you know, incognito. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, it, 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 it all depends on what you try to bring 
you know, to the game. If, if And also as an artist, you know, like if you try to like come at a certain way, like, you know, I'm trying to change the world. I'm trying to be mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah, we had certain leaders that ended up still losing their lives even when they're bringing a good cause, right? Like Martin Luther King and, yeah. you know, certain leaders, right? And even though they're bringing a good cause, they still got murdered for that. But still, like, mm. you know, you have a good cause and you're going for it. I think you're going to reach the point to where you were destined to go mm. and impact others before that time comes. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all going to die eventually, you know. But mm. what matters is the impact that you right. left, right. you know, and the impact that you were trying to leave you that know, part. In, this, in this piece of the world. you know. So, like, this with that is. being said about, you know. Uh, like other than Tupac, who, who's your favorite like rapper that has unfortunately, you know, like other you can even say somebody out of gone LA. to Cuba, right, literally so take their if, death if, and if, went if, to another country. If I listen to other artists that honestly that I think that are like you know like my favorite like artists to listen to, you know, that I just like I want to jam out to, you know, mm-hmm. like that are alive to this day, it's gonna be you know like J Cole mm. and Kendrick Lamar. Mm. They're like yeah. my top. What makes you say J. Cole over Kendrick? Um, It's not not really, like, over, Uh, you know? I mean, honestly, I could go back and forth because, you know, J. Cole, like, for example, right? J. Cole, my favorite album is uh, K.O.D., you know? Some people would prefer uh, Forest Hills Drive, you know, with good reason. Uh, Me, personally, as an MC, too, like, I prefer K.O.D. It just makes a lot of sense to the hip-hop culture. You know, mm. uh, not only for for those drive do, but um, and Kendrick Lamar, you know, like he he's always been like my all time favorite, you know. So it's like I got, I got love. For, I like I can never pick and choose. It's always in that moment. So, so he's my favorite in that moment, and then I'll have another moment where he could be my favorite. You know what I mean? Yeah, so so like, take it back to like mm-hmm. the era when Snoop and Dre and NWA were around. Like from that era, who that's would you made, say? That's what made me, bro. Yeah, like the like, 90s. Who was your favorite then? Me. Like who yeah. who would you say? No, let's let's make it even bigger. Like of all the great that's West still Coast. Alive today? Yeah, today? The of, of, the, of the icons, the legends. Mm-hmm. Like who who can you say is the one you you model yourself after the most? As, all right, so as West Coast, as West Coast artists, since we're doing for the West Coast Marathon, um, <clears throat> I would have to say Snoop Dogg. You know, he mm. he was very, you know, he had he had a style that was a variety, versatile, you know, yeah. style. Mm-hmm. It wasn't and, for everybody. And, and, yeah. I, and I feel like I, I could be that way too. You know, I'm very universal with my music. You know, mm-hmm. I, I could go on different aspects. You know, it's not just... Um, West Coast, you know, it, it could, I'm from the West Coast and I represent West Coast, but my music, I feel like it's for anybody who could relate. Yeah. So you say you know, it's almost comedic. You know, I look at guys like Snoop. Um, it's almost uh, like a he not made like the comedy genre, but it's yeah. almost like you know he made comedic of, songs. Mm-hmm. Yes, to answer yeah. your question, he's had made comedic everything songs, I know women, but he's had made songs that were like you know. Kind of like eye openers in a mm-hmm. sense. I don't know yeah, any like, eye opening songs, but I, I look. Snoop's one of my favorite yeah, rappers yeah. of all time. But yeah. I think of some of these guys less as creating this deep story, but more as entertaining you with with humor. Mm-hmm. And these, some of these guys mm-hmm. have a real sense of humor, definitely, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in the West Coast. Oh yeah, like Easy E. He's oh, a yeah. he's a major Snoop entertainer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's a uh, it's deeper than just that sense of hip hop spirit. Yes, but uh, but Dopey, we do have new projects and new music that's coming out. Right. So right. let's get into it. What's the source of inspiration for your next project? My next project. So I have another song besides the one that aired just uh, before this um, interview. Um, I have a in, uh, I have a song called "By Any Means" that's coming out October thirtieth, and 
what inspired by that song will is basically the hustle. You know, what I mean, it's nine to life. My group's nine to life. You know, it's about the grind, man. It's about the hustle. Mm. I, yeah, I have a job, right? I have a nine to five. Mm. But even outside of my nine to five, I'm still working, you know, and that's what makes it nine to life. By any I means like is like, you know, what I mean that I'm, I'm trying to get my money by any means necessary, whether I'm, you know, selling some fucking bud, whether I'm going to work. Where I'm going to my second job, whether I'm doing fucking live, it doesn't matter what you do. That was yeah. the source. It was by any means. You got to hustle. Yeah. You got to make your money by any means to take care of your own, to take care of your yeah. fam, take care of your people, take care of your fucking necessities. You know what I mean? Like, you got to do what you got to do. And that's what that single represents by any means. And the single that you heard uh, live, which was called So Good, S, three O's, good. Yeah. And um, that one, well, the inspiration by that, it was mainly like, I guess you could say, like, I came back from Mexico, right? And I was like, I had an idea because I, I met some cousins that are out there and they're all like, oh, yeah, I'm mm -hmm. big into TikTok and whatever, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and I and, and that and I never really, like, cared for TikTok at the time. This is 2020. And I was just like, you know, like, I got to really take advantage of, you know, the platforms that are here, you yeah. know, because mm -hmm. that's we didn't have this back in the day. And, yeah. you know, at hip hop culture, you know, the, the the closer we are to reaching this, you know, you got to mm -hmm. take advantage of of the tools that are there. Right. So I, you know, that's what that song came as inspiration. It was like, all right, so good. I want to make it, you know, kind of like poppy in a sense, kind of like, you know, trendy in, in a way for like, all right, you know. It's kind of like a test for me to be like, all right, yeah, I'm an MC and I and I got variety of songs. Now, can I do? Can I enter this type of, you know, genre? Can I enter this type of um, platform? You know, to like, yeah, the way I guess in a way through social media. You know, can I enter this domain and see if you know if I rock with it or not? You know, and that's what that song, you know, kind of like came to be about. So, so that good. being said, like with the state of what rap music is now, mm. the stuff they actually play on the radio, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, okay, I'm about to burp for three minutes and we'll do something <laughs> with it. Like, uh, how, like, how do you feel uh, about that? The way then, and this is what they play. This is what's getting the attention. Like, yeah, you know, the, I, I feel with, okay. So regarding that, what I feel about that, I just feel like, you know, there's no substance to music anymore. Just yeah, people feel like they could get away with whatever, you know. Mm. And me as an MC, you know, you gotta you gotta put effort into what it is your passion mm -hmm. is. You know, if you're trying to just do this because oh I'm just making a hustle or whatever, then all right, that's cool. But you know, you can't come around and say that you're doing something in a creative perspective. You you can't come around and be like oh I did this, you know, to make an impact or you know to just be like, you know, this this was what I did out of, you know, my creativeness a skill, mm -hmm. you know. But like mm -hmm. um me personally, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and judge like other people. I just worry about myself and worry about yeah. my music. But like I don't consider that hip hop. I don't consider like, you know, that as like music. I just consider that as like something to just keep going with the times that are there, you know, because every every decade, every Five years, every other year, there's always some new trend. There's always some new, right. you know, getaway or, or people trying to figure out some type of way to 
you know, come up. Oh, these kids are weird. I'm gonna yeah, say that. Yeah, they are. <laughs> a lot I'm, of, calling this, I'm calling a spade a spade, man. These kids are weird. A lot of people don't understand, but it is. It is. They are weird, yeah. and but hey, that's like them. That, I mean, it's cool because yeah. like you got to pop heads, and you know, yeah, like they, they call us age. weird. You know, mm-hmm. so. a lot of people that I, I, I could say the end of the '90s. That, that was the last of the hip hop generation. Yeah, that's everything my else. Era, right there, everything else is is the new stuff, and it's okay Different. because you know, right. Uh, before hip hop even got introduced, it was just like music wise. Everybody saw it as like, oh, it's something new, it's something different. Oh, it's not gonna last. Oh, it's right, this I, and that. that's what they you said for I mean? twenty you years. Can, you can't disregard other people's creative styles, right. but that's if they go at it in a creative perspective. If they it came from their mind, it's great. If they just go about it like, oh, I'm just gonna jibber jabber, la la la, yada yada. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Then you ain't in it for the. For the history, you ain't in it for the culture. The art, exactly. Thanks. Uh, and that we appreciate the culture here on this program. The culture of anything, oh yeah, American big culture, big time. Yeah, not just mm-hmm. hip hop culture, American culture in general. Right. So, um, you know, as we come full circle and wrap things up, mm-hmm. what do we have to look forward to next? To our audience out there that might want to check out your music, where can they not just see it, but what's uh, the next thing for them to look forward to hearing? So, MC Dopey, me. I got a lot of singles coming out. I'm working on a few projects solo. Um, I have a few songs that are going to come out strictly on my beat makers, um, you know, account. He goes by the chops beats. You got to look him up. He has fire beats. He's worked with many artists, you know, including a uh, night owl, um, Anthem menace, Mr. Shadow, uh, pretty big names. Um, but you know, I got a few singles that are coming out through him on his account, so that's one thing to look out for on top of my singles that are releasing. Uh, I have a few shows that are coming out. Um, November, November 18th, I have a show in San Diego, Chula Vista, through Divya's Delights, and I've linked up with them plenty of times. They're really good people and um, good promoters and hell of events, so that's one thing to look out for. Uh, November 11th, have a show, uh, Nine of Life, uh, my group, with uh Tech Nine, uh November eleventh. Nice. You know, so yeah, we're gonna legend. open up for uh Tech Nine and he's big time legend. So yeah, legend. that's yes. that's another thing to look out for and that's gonna be in uh downtown LA. Ooh. Um so if you got my info, you could personally hit me up for the tickets or mm. you get up the Nine Alive page or anybody affiliated with Nine Alive, you could always get at us and um yeah, we're gonna have uh tickets for that. What's you your know, IG where they can IG is uh, Dopey Two Dopes, uh, and the Dopes is spelled with a Z, not a S. And dopey the two, two Dopes, okay. yeah, Dopey Two Dopes, and the two is with the number two. I love. I I want to say I love. I gotta stop saying that, but it is hilarious that you're fighting Disney over that name. Ah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fighting with Disney over Dopey. Yeah, come on, like so. What, what, let's get into detail here. They actually reached out to you. No, I don't know. They they never reached out to me, no. but you know, I mean, I, mean, I can only, I can only assume, Cut it out. Like it's just amazing. It, it's like their own land and their own city. Literally, like, they got exactly. their own laws. They got their own yeah. world too. Down in well, Florida, any see, a, any job yeah. that you get to hired on there, their laws are like different compared to any other job that you oh, get yeah. hired oh, yeah. on with. You know, oh, so you're, like, they got their own screwed. laws. Like, you know, you're so screwed. It's like for Amazon. And here's the other thing, Ryan. We are so close to Disneyland itself. It's like, you know, if he dare, he might get murked. 
Buy Mickey Mouse. Uh, no, just, <laughs> we're, we're dealing with actual American Nazis. The mouse is going to come for him. Yeah. So you, you don't you don't understand how the close mouse. we are. Yo, this is all <laughs> these really close. Close. The mouse They'll come knocking on our door. The mouse himself is going Mickey because of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, we are Disney too channel. close to be playing that game I with mean, Disney. They know better That's not to murder me off. They know I'm I'm their golden ticket. There we go. They know, they know I'm going to bring him into light. The real uh, dopey. Yep, yep. yep. The real dopey. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I followed you on IG, my man. Appreciate yeah. that. Yes. And, you know, and uh, when Dopey came to be, like, I had that name even before I was an artist. Like, I even thought about becoming an artist. Like, mm. growing up as a little kid, I didn't have this long hair that's Jesus logging, looking <laughs> long hair. Were you bald with a, with a long hair? Yeah, I was this actually shaved head, bald. Um, or like you know, buzz cut, you know, and wow. Uh, so you looked like dopey. And I really, and I had big ears growing up. My head my didn't, God. my head didn't grow into my ears, so I had really big ears. <laughs> so so you, I look exactly like dopey growing up, and I'm a light skinned Mexican, you know. So yeah, I look exactly like dopey, and all my family they call me dopey growing up. Oh, that's cool. You know, it was but either it's hilarious. It was that's, either Vic or yeah. dopey growing mm. up. And, yeah. That's uh, amazing. Well, it's better yeah. than grumpy, I guess. Right, grumpy was he's real problem. PTSD, <laughs> all types of personality like, disorders, like. Toby just falls asleep and he's kind of dumb. Everybody doesn't talk. He's mute. Uh, Ryan, I, I, I do fall asleep. I can't do fall asleep. That's, that's a trait for, for all men. That was sleepy. <laughs> that was sleepy. I'm sounding crazy right now. They all have personality yeah. disorders. Yeah. But yeah, he was uh, he was the least offensive, I'd say. Right? Definitely, definitely the clumsy. They were all offensive. He was clumsy. L- mm. Lose my balance. Yeah. Definitely clumsy. You know, so... I was always I was always that dopey, you know, character, you know, <laughs> I that, goofy, love that goofy dopey character. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, we might as well get to some more music. We're gonna play some more of your right. We're you know, play some I'm, more of your music. And yeah, we gotta yeah. keep it going. I have, this is the I have a single called uh, "Stay Fly" as well that we uh, talked about. That uh, my recent single, "Stay Fly." Mm-hmm. You know, that, that one was so what was the creative mm-hmm. process like making that song? <clears throat> so when it came to "Stay Fly." I was with my boy Y Sane. Shout out to Y Sane. And uh we were together and you know, he was showing me uh a song called uh None Major by Shoreline Mafia. He's like, check this out, bro. He's like, and I was we were listening to Shoreline Mafia. Like, I was like, okay, I never heard of Shoreline Mafia before. I'm like, none major. I was like, all right, dang, this this song's hard. He's like, Yeah, we gotta make some fly shit like this. Like this, this like this is like that club shit, you know, that banger shit. I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know, you got a point there, you know. So we, you know, we ended up coming to the studio, to Nine Alive Studio, I met with Chops, uh, beats by Chops, you know, the Chops mm-hmm. beats. And uh, once we got with him, we're like, hey, you know, we got this idea. Yeah, let's see what we can do. He made the beat right then and there. Oh, we ended up going in the studio that same that same right after he was done making the beat. We wrote our verses and uh, went in the booth, recorded that same night, and. Uh, a little bit after it got mastered, then we had the song Stay Fly. And that's what came to be with Stay Fly. You know, it was just. So you want people to stay fly, is what you're saying? Just keep it real. Stay fly, you know, just stay fly. What does keep fly mean to you? To me, staying fly is, you know, you, you stay true to yourself. And that's the flyest thing that could be in a, you know, in your spirit, you know, your mm. soul. It's not, it's not about the material things. It's about you staying fly, as in, like, you know, yeah, okay, I have these material things, but that don't affect my core as a person and who I am, what I do, and what I bring to the table. You yeah. know what I mean? No, like, of course. That's that's what fly like staying fly means. I to like me. that definition. Audience. That's why I say you know, you know, gotta stay fly. We don't do it for the clout. I don't do it 
you know, to be somebody that I'm not. Yeah, I have these material things, but I'm a flex. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm somebody I'm not. You know, some people have these material things. They only rent that shit. And next thing you know, they got to give it back. And it's like, what happened, bro? Like, nah, like, if I can't afford it, if that's not, like, entirely me, then I'm not going to flex like that's me. And even if I could afford it and whatnot, like, it'll be for music oh. videos and whatnot. But I ain't going to yeah. be for going out and whatnot. You ain't going to catch me with none of my shit. I love it. <laughs> tell you that right now. <laughs> nah, hey, it makes sense. Dopey, yeah. it's been an honor. Appreciate yeah, you. Definitely. you know, this is, is this your first time on New York Radio? This well, is my first time on any Boston. kind of radio. Really? The first time New on York radio. radio, any kind of radio. So this is Are you serious? This is the first day. Yeah. We took oh your virginity. Yeah, oh my gosh. We're, no, <laughs> I'm so excited because Pop we're a couple first today, and I'm just yeah. like yeah. so yeah, thrilled that we're. We took a couple yeah. uh-huh. So we got a couple first interview. Yes, and I love to have more, you know, especially with the nine. Let's connect the dots. We got more work to do. All right, we're going to play well, some music. I, yes, absolutely. What's your song? Elena's writing something. She wants to play a certain song of yours. Well, well, first, we'll, we'll pull your single up. Uh, if you if you hit fly. if you hit up uh, me, Anthem Menace, or anybody in the Nine Alive for tickets for the Tech Nine show, mm-hmm. it'd definitely be a lot cheaper than going and buying it at the door. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Right. It's like sixty bucks at the door. We'll give it to you for dirt cheap. Yeah. Cheaper than like than twenty five bucks. You know what I mean? All so, right. If I'm in, can I pay in crypto? Hey, can I pay in hey, alpha hey. coin? Yeah, we got you, man. Ooh, yeah. It's just as, big as, as long as you're willing to show up, in. we'll we'll figure something out, you yeah. know. And I feel like this like That's his, what matters. You this show song up. is a great way to end end this West Coast marathon because this beat when we put it on air, you're gonna see like this is like when you hear this oh. instrumental it's like West Coast. This is this screams Cali. On that yeah. note, let's get to some music. Smoke if you got him. This is the Ryan Show FM wink. West Coast nudge, special. Nudge, we're, nudge. we're chilling with the one and only Dopey. And That's right, I see Dopey. Mm-hmm. The one and only MC Dopey. Mm-hmm. Nine alive. Disney. Uh, get out of our face. Yeah, Disney, don't come for us. We're going to sue you and your mute little dwarves. How about that? <laughs> we'll be back soon, folks. Don't yeah, get officially canceled. Hey. So good, yeah, so, so good We just wanna feel good, so good, yeah So, so good, we just wanna feel good, so good, yeah So, so good, we just wanna feel good, so good, yeah So, 
good, we the one Yeah, we gon' get high, rockin' all night I love how you ride, you love yeah. it We gon' get high, rockin' all night I love how you ride, you love it Let's take a trip and get out of here Let's go Down low to the Western Hemisphere Down low, I'm gonna get a spot out in Italy Yeah, yeah And live a good life, how it's meant to be This is no exaggeration I only rap about my aspiration I'm raising up my money fluctuation But that ass is the perfect combination Yup Good, so good, yeah So, so good We don't wanna be Things must come to it, and yes, even this West Coast Marathon, I want to give a major thank you to Elena Karras and the family over at TKK Radio, my brother Rick Tony, and everybody else that was involved in putting this bad boy together, a four-week-long broadcast. Who would have thought that we would stretch it out so thin? But so many great memories were had, and you can go to our iTunes and our YouTube page to recapture and relive these moments. I love you people. Have an amazing Thanksgiving or Turkey Day or whatever it is that you want to call it. But be grateful for all of those around you for we only live once. That is until you hop into the Alpha Metaverse. Love you folks. Happy Thanksgiving. And I'll see you next week. Over and out. Peace. Peace.